0: welcome back to another episode of the photographer mindset podcast i'm half the hosting team here seth macy
1: and i'm the other half aaron manis
0: and we had another
1: australian
0: guest today jared sang incredibly nice well-spoken human and incredibly talented photographer he has toured with Passenger for the better part of a, a decade, I imagine. He's creative director, worked on a lot of music videos, done four solo exhibitions, has done a lot of work for tourism boards, was even on Survivor. Australia or Australian survivor. So one of the themes I guess the main theme of today's episode was just saying yes to creative opportunities, saying yes to things that are going to I guess build a cool life for yourself when you look back on it 20 30 40 50 years from now. I think one of the uh the ingredients for saying yes to cool things is like again, how we always say getting uncomfortable and and not being risk averse taking calculated risk but not being risk averse because you know that's when that's when character is born and that's when we molt out of our previous selves into a better version of ourselves what do you
1: think of today's episode what do you think of jared i i mean i'm always a sucker for the australian accent so he could say anything he could just say anything like and I'd be like I just be like yeah uh-huh. uh huh no yeah <laughs> you're right um <laughs> No, I, it was great. We, we talk about a lot of things. He, he has the mindset of a lot of the things that we uh, have discussed in the past and probably will continue to discuss in the future. Uh, spoiler alert, he did survive Survivor. So mm-hmm. he is here. Um, <laughs> that, would, that would have been a, a tough end to the intro. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Um, no, but I, I loved it. I thought there was a lot to take away from it. Uh, let's get started with it. melissa finley was on actually
0: she introduced me to your work another aussie so i don't know if you've had the pleasure of working together or how that uh what that relationship is but that's how uh that's how uh you were on my radar
2: amazing uh melissa's such a good friend of mine we, we haven't seen each other for years now since she moved moved over to York side of the world really um, yeah. but uh, we've known each other for a really long time we both were kind of uh you know in the in the same space at the same time, um, especially when Instagram was kind of first taking off, and there weren't mm-hmm. too many you know photographers out there on instagram and, uh, and we were like part of the few so we've been on many travel campaigns together like around the world around australia um, really one of the best people she, she is awesome. she is
1: super sweet um, we've had many people on the guests she's one that continually will reach out and um you know, comment on things or, or just say hello. Uh,
2: you can tell she has a, a very good heart. She does. Yeah, she's amazing. Can't wait to see her at, at some point. Don't know when, but it'll be <laughs> soon, I'm sure.
0: How often are you leaving Australia for work? And I know uh, we'll just get right into it. You're, uh, you know, you're big in the um, concert photography. You've toured with Passenger, among many other amazing artists. You've, what have you had four Solo exhibitions. You've done a lot of crazy cool stuff. I just, I don't even know where to begin with you. I've done my research. <laughs> I've read what I can about you without actually having you here in front of me. Uh, where would you like to start on this journey? Maybe at the maybe at the beginning?
2: You're describing what it's like for me because uh, when I try and, and tell other people what I do or, or talk to other <laughs> photographers, <laughs> because it is the, I guess, the way I've approached my life, which I'm, I'm glad about, uh, is to... Do, do anything, do anything, everything, as long as it's fun um, or I can, you know, see see some growth coming out of an opportunity, I'll, I'll do it no, no matter what it is. Um, mm-hmm. That has led me into like so many different directions <laughs> where, like you said, there's so many random things that, that, I, that I have experienced and it's not necessarily right. all in, um, you know, one area, which, you know... Right. I like Uh, the other pathway, of course, is to, you know, just take this one pathway and dedicate yourself to this one thing, which some of my other friends have done to an amazing level. Uh, And I've kind of taken the opposite approach of spreading myself out (laughs) and just taking everything in. I think think both kind of ideas are are valid.
0: Yeah, excellent. I mean, I, I really resonate with that wake up and find something cool to do every day and not really know what's coming. You know that that excites me rather than Mm -hmm. gives me anxiety. I know for some people, not knowing what they're doing for the day is like, oh my god, I couldn't operate that way. What do you think? Maybe the very first big opportunity. You know, you mentioned you say let's say yes to everything that's cool or has an opportunity. What was you know Mm -hmm. maybe a pivotal moment where you first said yes to something that you, you know, didn't really care if it would pan out into anything bigger. You just were excited to do it.
2: Hmm. Okay, it might not be the first one, but definitely it was a pivotal moment like photography career-wise um, was when I first went on tour with a passenger who you mentioned. Um, this was maybe two years in to me taking photography quite seriously. I still, ha- I still wasn't full-time. I had, I had other jobs as well and I was at university. Um, but it was getting to the stage where I was, I was getting some pretty nice jobs. It was pretty clear that I, I had the the right skills and and, and uh, I guess personality to to make photography a a, a full time thing, but I wasn't quite there yet. And then I meet this guy called Passenger. His his real name is Mike. Um, and at that time he was he was not so well known Uh, i mean i met him busking on the street really and he was playing really small shows around australia this is really early days and we met up and we really got along when he was in perth uh, just for for a show and then a few weeks later he sends me a message and says hey do you want i'm I'm going all around australia um on this tour do you want to do you want to come along and that was that was a moment for me there because See, it's easy to see see something like that pop up and say, well, yeah, obviously, yes. But it's not an obvious right. yes because, uh, you know, I'm just starting to get my feet. Uh, I'm getting all these clients now in, in, in the photography world. And by saying yes to this tour, it would mean saying no to some of these other things that were just happening for me and it was all clicking into place. Mm-hmm. So there was a few things I would have to, you know, turn down in place of that. Yeah, in place of going... Yeah, uh, you know uh, around the country on an extremely uh low paid job <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nearly nothing mm-hmm. i'll say <laughs> um it's hard to make that step because i'm like ah oh, you know I'm, yeah that was a leap in itself to to say yes to that but i thought about it and i said you know what really the the reason i first got into photography was because of music i just love to be involved i love music i was playing in bands i just wanted to be around music all the time and so when i've stripped it back to that i said well okay yes i, sh- I should go I'll-, I'll-, I'll go because this is even though it's not a big glamorous tour we're playing tiny little shows um we're kind of like sharing uh, sometimes sharing beds in in backpackers humble not glamorous at all but humble beginnings yeah, yeah I was like this you know what this is no matter what it looks like this is a this is a tour i'm going on tour that's that's pretty cool <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah that was probably the first uh kind of big leap of faith i took in 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 my career i think and obviously it worked out 10 years later and I'm, I'm still i'm still t- touring with him
0: yeah um, and this is obviously yeah. before that huge uh single right let her go
2: yeah. I don't want to I don't want to make this about passenger, before.
0: but but it's you know, you, you've toured with him for what a better part of a decade?
2: Yeah. And, and he's one of my best friends as well. So that's awesome. Uh, you know, it's, and when you talk about traveling to other countries, I mean obviously there's a lot of work I do in tourism um, that gets me all around the world, but also a large number of the countries I've been to or the places I've been to have been because of Passenger. We've been touring or we've been filming music videos. Um, mm-hmm. So I owe a lot of my uh, worldly experiences to, to him and to saying, and saying yes to that very first experience. Like who, would have, who knows what would have happened if I didn't jump on that tour? We talk about this sometimes and, and we debate whether we would have met eventually and still work together, and still done all these amazing things. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. He reckons. He reckons. Yes. Yeah. He's like, nah. Surely. Surely. But I'm like, I don't know. You could have met like there's lots of photographers out there. You could have just met someone else. Cool. And <laughs> you never. I know. think that's
1: interesting in the beginning when you're you're you probably have the mindset of like uh, photography can make me money, and I'm I'm doing these mm. gigs, and now here's an opportunity that takes me away from money. Um, yes. I'm curious if there's like a a gut feeling or like almost investing in a stock where you're like I I believe in this company I believe in passenger I believe in their 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 product their their work ethic that whatever it is that I want to I want a part of it or is it more of like this is going to be a crazy opportunity like when am I going to be able to tour I'm young like let me let me do this let me do this quote-unquote dumb move right now like let, let's 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 throw the money away and let me just go take pictures of a band that's playing in these small venues and build my portfolio if nothing else have some experiences if nothing else but it it could how many bands just end right there you know
2: yeah no you've, you've kind of hit it there i mean yeah when you when i first started you know taking this pathway to uh, to pursue a, a creative medium you know you know that okay i'm probably setting myself up to not make as much money as i would if i continued on this this other pathway so you know that and you kind of accept it and you're like that's fine you know it's i i definitely enjoy this more and this will be a, a more fun fulfilling life for me if i take this direction mm-hmm. So you're okay with it, but then it actually starts working out a little bit and you're like, Oh okay, maybe this is this could be a like a proper career. So then you're faced with the with the decision again where, where you thought you kind of already made your mind up about yes, I'm choosing fun over money. But <laughs> then it starts creeping back in to your to your art form. Like, well, I actually can make money with, with the photography um, and doing yeah. what I'm doing. Big risk again to to jump off and and, and do do something like a tour. And that's kind of something mm-hmm. that's, you know, recurring through I think every, every creative's career, you know. It'll always come back to that um, and it, it's up to everyone to decide, you know, at what point do you, you know, choose security over. Something that could – and that, that's – like you said, it's like an investment. It's like this could be amazing. And I did really believe right. in him. He was He's such an, a brilliant musician. Obviously, had no and and he and him as well like we had no idea that that he like the way that his career was going to go i'd certainly didn't think it would get to where it is now um because you just it's just rare it's just rare for you know mm-hmm. someone to just you know spend 10 years bussy on the street uh, um and not not make heaps of progress and then suddenly make it but that's like i think everyone that that perseverance and and yeah, sticking and I, at the dream. Yeah, and I learned a lot of, learnt a lot of lessons from him and his approach to to life and 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 his art. Like so, so much I've learned from from his approach.
1: I heard something, some quote, simple quote, but just don't quit before the miracle happens. You know, and I, I feel like that's that can be so true. Like, keep going. It might not seem like it's going to happen, but if you quit, like you might miss out on that year ten. Where's that song hits or something hits or someone sees you or the right thing happens? Yeah, just if if you believe in it, keep going. If you're loving it, keep going, and then sometimes good things happen.
2: Yeah, and I I, I talk about that exact thing in in a um, TEDx talk I did um, recently, mm-hmm. uh, earlier this year. Yeah, let's and get into that. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean it to be such a smooth segue, but you just... No, um, you segue. Segway, usually,
0: segueing is my job. You're stealing my job.
1: With that kind of segue, you should do TED Talks. I'm pretty yeah, sure. you should do TED Talks with that kind of segue.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, segue. we officially
0: botched your transition. Now I feel better. Go. <laughs>
2: <No. laughs> yeah, I was going to get straight into that story. <laughs> but uh, we should probably, yeah, I should probably... I mean, that's what it's about. So I did talk earlier this year. And it is all about embracing the uncomfortable moments in your life, but especially in your creative journey, um, because those are the the moments that will be important. It's where you will learn something or make that little breakthrough. It's not that that breakthrough is not going to come when you just when everything's great and you're sitting around and and you know being comfortable the breakthrough comes that when you're you know when i explain when i try and talk about this these messages i do it in the talk and just i guess in general through through the photography lens. and so i tell these photography stories um and i wanted to talk about what you said which is you know you just yeah, don't quit. Don't, don't quit before the great thing happens. And You never know when it will happen, and mm-hmm. in a photography sense, that happens all the time. And I, and I and I I think with what you do, so I saw some of your work. That that must happen <clears throat> every day <laughs> when you're out there in the in the wilderness, just waiting for the shot. You don't yeah, know when that's, that's going to happen, time. and you could wait for hours mm-hmm. and hours, and then, and then yeah. and pack it up and be like, no, 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 it's not going to happen. I guess, and then it happens. You know, mm-hmm. you just don't know. So the lesson there is just to just to be out there and and obviously you have to you have to uh you know if things aren't happening at some point you're gonna have to change change your tactic but as long as humanly possible you know stay on that track and stay out there and 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 be ready to receive the 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 magic that that's going to happen when i was writing the talk i i, I was like i need to choose choose a story where you know I, I was out there waiting and then i thought i was going i thought i had to give up and then i didn't and then it happened and i just, I just couldn't choose there were so many i was like that's like every shot i take really it's especially yeah. out in the wilderness it's just you know you just gotta wait for it the one i tell is when i was in the um i'll make i'll make it very short i'll skip the The juicy story but um basically i was out in the dolomites you know in the rain for for maybe five hours or something just waiting for the fog to clear up to to get this amazing shot and there were so many other photographers there um everyone's waiting for the same shot we're all kind of like laughing and bonding because we're in raincoats and it really does not look like this thing the peaks that we were trying to shoot it just looked like it wasn't going to happen. And we all traveled here. We all hiked here. And it was just a bit silly. And then one by <laughs> one, everyone leaves. Um, I'm just holding out hope because I've come from Australia, you know. So it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to get about that easily. Just, you know, just wait it out, wait it out, wait it out. Sun sets. It's getting dark. And I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, probably time to call it quits. I do have to get up early tomorrow. I do have to drive for hours to get to the next place. Um, the night just as I'm actually you know what? I don't know if I told this part in the story because it didn't fit so well I didn't have enough time but I actually did give up <laughs> in this scenario I was like you know what it's I, do, I just can't stay that much longer and I left and I started walking away and it was only me and this like wedding couple and their photographer that was all that was left by the stage and I was like guys good luck but I, I gotta go I'm calling it um, so I start walking, and it's so foggy, and I walk for about 5-10 minutes in the fog. I, I can't see where I'm going, and then I just I I just hear these voices. This is after like ten minutes, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and what I've done is walk in a loop, <laughs> back to the same spot <laughs> where the other people. <laughs> <are>. <laughs> and what a happy accident <clears throat> because around, at that point the the fog just starts clearing and it's just this crazy like feeling and rush and, and like it was like get the cameras out and i'm by myself so i set up a tripod on this ledge and i wanted i wanted you know i like putting you know, humans in, 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 in big landscape photos for scale so i set up the tripod put it on time lapse mode battery was flashing already and i was like oh, i can't do anything about it just just go so the camera's taking a photo every few seconds and i just sprint sprint all the way to this ledge peaks reveal i've got a little lantern with me uh, that i'd carried the whole way just in case this happened (laughs) i just stand there and it was such an amazing feeling standing there just by myself on this ledge um you know seeing something that i waited so long for and and looked like it wasn't going to happen um yeah and that happens all the time as you guys would know um, yeah. And what I, what I try and tell myself in, in my head is in these situations, I'm like every, every step you take, um, you know, just side note, I'm super lazy and I hate hiking. <laughs> 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 so I have to keep telling myself this every step I take or every, every minute, you, you know, longer you, you stay, um, stay in the spot. Is is another point where someone else has given up and gone home, or been like, "That's enough. I'm just going to turn around." Um, so every t- every little bit extra you can hang in there, you're 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 setting yourself apart, and and, and potentially potentially finding something incredible that all these people have missed.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think we just talked about it. Maybe. I... I might have even did a post with wildlife and you you alluded to it. It is like whenever you get that great photo of an animal, it's such a rare meeting of souls, if you will. Like it, like how did I hike to here at this time? And that coyote was getting a drink of water at the same time. And our, our moments overlapped just for a few seconds. And then you back, tra- I do typically, I, I sit in this poetry for, for days where I'm like, Oh remember like i I ran out of uh uh um you know milk and for my son and like had to go to the store and that delayed me a half hour and then I went for my hike and if I hadn't like I do this whole backtrack of like the the domino effects of the moments and the time out there and all the things that have to line up for this mm-hmm. event to be captured, and it's just a really cool makes. <laughs> it makes life feel like serendipitous mm. could be just coincidence but it makes it feel like magical like Wow, someone was guiding me on that on your hike to make that wrong turn in the fog and do that loop. Like some
2: higher power brought me right back to the spot. How can it be that all these things happen to make this (laughs) one moment? Yeah, I think about that all the time, and I think about it in a broader sense in in kind of what we were saying before, where you know, there's there's so many uh, points along anyone's journey where you, you have to make some choices that could send you in a different direction and i often think about mm-hmm. those times and think you know well i think about yeah yeah like we said if i didn't go on that tour or if i didn't meet passenger that time would i be traveling the world documenting music i don't know if i go, go back further you know i was originally studying law uh, a law degree um not for very long <laughs> i realized pretty quickly <laughs> i didn't want to do it but um i still stayed at university studied other things and i often think you know what if i just stayed at that um and mm-hmm. my perspective perspective on this has changed over the years because uh, there was a period where i thought wow how lucky am i that i didn't you know go this go this path and and you know become a investment finance man <laughs> i don't even know what you call it <laughs> <Analyzer. laughs> um, and i used to think yeah obviously i made the right choice like how how lucky but the you know as a as I've got older, I've started reversing that—not reversing it, but thinking, you know what? Probably still would have had an, a, a hopefully an amazing life. You know, it, mm-hmm. like it, it's more—it's because I've learned that through through all these choices I had to make in my careers. Like it always, when you look back. um like we said, you know, if you didn't do this, you didn't do this, this wouldn't have happened. Like that's true for all the good things that have <laughs> happened in anyone's life. You don't, yeah. if, you, if you, when you look back, it, it does, I, I guess for me, for me, I'm, I'm speaking about myself. I look back at all this choice I had to make. It always seems like the right choice. I'm like, how lucky I made the right choice here. How lucky I made the right choice here. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't have met that person. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't have mm-hmm. got this opportunity. But that just comes from your mindset of, of making the most of whatever comes your way. And I've realized if I chose the opposite decision um, but still made the most of it, I would have met different people. Mm-hmm. I would have had different opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, as long as you, you know, you tackle life with that mindset, I don't think you can make, you know, wrong choices and because of that yeah, new thinking, thinking, I've looked back and I, like, you know what, I, could, I might have had a super successful, fulfilling life doing something mm-hmm. else. It didn't have to be this. It just happened that that I did chose this, and I'm really happy with it. But it doesn't when mean you it talk about in any way expanding
1: expanding the timeline like you you just said you know like this bad moment happens or this good moment happens and it's great in the moment but if you if you expand it and, and look at it a 10-year uh you know fallout from something quote-unquote bad that happened you might find just incredible beauty from that like oh i lost this opportunity but because of that Here's this thing that happened. So it's mm-hmm. kind of just like you said, tackling life as it comes and and making the best decisions at the time, um, following that gut, whatever it is, uh, whatever you want to call it. But um, looking at it long term, you know, it, it is one of those mm-hmm. things where it's it's kind of just interesting how it all plays out and how it could have played out potentially in an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Who knows?
2: <laughs> you never know. There's I also think night. that
1: that's <laughs> that's.
0: Gratitude may be in disguise too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that whatever, whatever comes my way, it's going to be awesome. I think you can't help but be grateful for your circumstances no matter what with that mindset. And I think that's why, I mean, I mean, every day longer that I'm on this earth, I come to the realization more and more and more that the one main ingredient to a happy life, regardless of where you're at, is gratitude. How can it not be? Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like how how, what else is there (laughs) i really i fail to see yeah to see how it can't be that Mm
2: -hmm. i can't remember who said this and i think it's bad because i think it's quite famous but somebody said the meaning of life is uh just enjoying the passing of time or finding enjoyment in the passing of time, something like that. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty true. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know true. It, it just when it boils down to it, it's like, you know, time is just going to keep going. Things are going to happen. The world's going to keep turning. Just, just find a way to enjoy what, you know, the moments that you have with this.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> a James Taylor song, The Secret of Life. That's what nice. it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you this then.
0: Why do you, and, this is maybe gonna be a three part question. Do you feel that individuals shying away from risk? Could that go as so far to be almost an epidemic? Do you advocate for people, you know, taking calculated risks and and why do you think people, you know, shy away from from tough things? And the fourth part to the question, <laughs> what can people kind of do to, to get out of that mindset and to cue in like, hey, this is, this is a place where I don't want to be. There's an opportunity here.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, I, I definitely enjoy, I might have to rephrase that because I don't know if I do enjoy taking risks, but I do all the time. <laughs> because yeah let's dig into uh, that
0: so so you're you're actively doing something that you don't necessarily want or like to do why like what's your purpose what's your why Mm. why do you feel that that's a necessary thing for you to do when when many others are fine just staying in a box right
2: yeah i don't know i think maybe it's just this optimism that something amazing could happen and that kind of excites mm. me and that motivates me and that overpowers my natural instincts in, in most things in my life, which is to stay comfortable. And I'm, I mentioned before how, how lazy I am and that, that's, that's true and that's true for a lot of Like I have to be dragged to a lot of things, um, whether that is, you know, in, in the most simplest sense, exercise, <laughs> going on a hike. I'm like, oh, man. I don't, want to, I don't want to feel uncomfortable, you know. I don't want to get sweaty and and, and feel, you know, and feel out of breath and all these things. But then I think about, uh, you know, if something amazing could happen <laughs> if I go on that hike. there could be an amazing picture. And that's a that's like, a, a you know, uh, that's behind a lot of the motivation for taking taking risks. Um, and that can come in any form, you know. It could be an actual risk. It could be, you know. Uh, I don't know, climbing up something I shouldn't, <laughs> or it could be, or it could be yeah, like taking an opportunity that that has a high chance of not working out. And I guess I've just trained myself in in this way over the years enough times, you know, taking the risk has paid off, and something great has happened. So I know that that's possible, and that cool things can happen if you put yourself out there. So that kind of motivates so it's me. Like- but uh,
0: developing a positive reinforcement towards the opportunities that have you know, arisen because you made a decision to do something that you didn't necessarily want to do, which is very interesting.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think that's definitely part of it. You know, there's a lot of, I could, if if another decision comes up, I have a lot of case studies I can look back on and say, you know, look at all right. these times you made a similar kind of. Uh, low probability <laughs> decision.
0: Well, this begs the question then: for people who have made terrible decisions and had terrible outcomes, how do mm. how do you suggest to those people you need to continue to put yourself in tough spots? I mean, have you made bad decisions? I hardly believe that every decision you've made in your life is great It yeah. has panned out.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, like luckily for me, nothing extremely bad has happened. Uh, really uh, as a result of anything i've done my other uh mantra i use is bad decisions make good stories <laughs> so when something bad does happen and <laughs> yeah as i said nothing major has has really gone terrible in my life in in my life so i, I have that to be thankful for but when i talk about bad decision I'm, t- I'm talking about smashing cameras and um you know going on shoots that don't work out or um But that's another thing I tell myself. If I if I'm at a risk making if if I'm choosing risk, I I say you know. And if it doesn't work out, it will it will probably be a a good story. (laughs) That's usually the decisions I'm making. Like you know, do I do this? If it works out, it's amazing. If it doesn't, got a great story, got a funny story, or I'm sure I will learn something from this. You know, there is still value in. That, that don't work out. There's a, there's a personal project I'm working on called The Story of Scars mm-hmm. and that's quite confronting in, in a lot of ways uh, and what it boils down to is uh, I'm taking portraits of people who have scars and it could be a, a big scar, it could be a small scar, it could be anything, but it's a portrait uh, of them uh, showing their scar in some way and then talking to them and learning about the story behind it, because there is, that's, that's what fascinated me in the beginning. You know, I realized it about myself um, when I looked at all these little scars I have on my body. I'm like, you know what? There's a pretty vivid story and memory behind each one of these. And it could just be that I, uh, that when I was 10 years old and gave myself a piggyback, I uh, gave my sister a piggyback and fell over. That's that scar. This other scar on my shoulder, that's from when time I went on a reality show and was stranded. Um, a desert island for 40 days. <laughs> That's yeah, you that were one. a Survivor, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago now. But yeah, the, That's I, awesome. yeah I, I like that idea that, you know, no matter what it what that was, it caused it, we all remember it. So that, that was how that idea started. But uh, like we were talking about, um, yeah, there's, there's often things that happen to us that are bad. And um, how do we, um, where do we go from there? And this, that, this, this project is teaching me a lot a lot about that i'm meeting some really incredible people who have been uh, you know some of it's you know pretty light-hearted but some of it's pretty heavy and some of the some of the subjects in in this in this uh project they've been through some tragic things um mm. uh you know accidents or uh terrorist attacks you know it's really it's really hard um but what is so inspiring about about all of them is, is, is the resilience and and the, le- and and the way that they have approached their life and the way that they have tackled, you know, whatever comes next after this thing. And obviously, it's such a difficult thing to deal with. if something, you know, unexpected and big happens in your life. That seems negative. Um, but almost all of them have told me that, you know what, when I look back and like you said, when I zoom out, Ten years, fifteen years. If I look back, I actually don't regret what happened because there are so many things I learned from it. Uh, my character was just strengthened through through all all the stuff I had to go through, and it's really inspiring. Like hearing that, hearing that from from people. Um, so yeah, when something terrible happens, it yeah yes, it obviously it does suck, but there, there can be unexpected. Um, things uh, um, that you that you learn and that happened because because of this one moment.
0: Yeah, it's a. I've seen a lot of the portraits from it, and it's an amazing project. And
2: you know, I'm I'm
0: sure you're gonna. What'll it be? Your fifth or sixth exhibition? Are you gonna run an exhibition for it?
2: So yeah. So I'm currently, you know, slowly shooting more. Um, part one uh, was was finished maybe two years ago um that and that was that was in partnership with canon um Mm -hmm. they they helped fund um you know the filming portion of that it was a project i wanted to do for quite a while and then canon came along and said you know what? we can put some money behind this so that was really helpful and and that's what that's what you're looking at was that this that portion of it Uh, but that Mm -hmm. was only 10 portraits and it took a it took a lot and i traveled all around wa for these my idea is you know i really want this to be a book um but it's, it's going to take years for me to get to that point. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it as a slow journey, as something, a, a personal project that's in the background where, um, you know, if I ever find myself with a bit of time, I'll, I'll seek out somebody <laughs> and, and we'll just slowly have this thing that I can work towards. And hopefully exhibition, hopefully book at, at the very end of it, but it's, pro- it's probably quite far away.
0: That's interesting for you to be able to have such a significant project on the back burner, where it's always kind of in the back of your mind and I can always add to this project, I feel like a lot of us, we put a project on the back burner and it goes to the graveyard. So I like that idea of being able to, you know, <laughs> this is a slow build. This is something that's going to potentially take me years. And it speaks a lot. I think I mentioned before we started pressing record was it speaks to long-term gratification, right? I mean, we, we're we we're in a world now where it's we're thinking 15 minutes down the road if our instagram reel's is going to get 100 likes in the first 10 minutes right and then poof it's gone i think like we're slowly losing our ability to set goals that take years a decade two decades and there's there's something to be said for that right
2: yeah and it and it definitely is hard for me as well to keep it like it took a while to even get this project off, off the ground and then and the fact that it might take years so like i'm glad that i'm doing it this way um and I'm glad that I have this, um, but it is difficult to keep it going amongst everything else um, that goes on. Um, so it is—it's a right. great kind of—and uh, you know, you know what's propelling it really, because like you said, this is—I I do have. There are definitely projects I have started, and they have—they've—they've they've gone. They're, no one has seen them because I, I didn't finish it. Yeah, um, like everybody else, man. <laughs> <laughs> but this one in particular. It's what's propelling it is is the people, the people that I'm right. meeting, um, and the you stories feel accountable that to them. Compelling. I'm accountable to them, and they and they're so inspiring, and they are important stories I think for people to hear. So that's what keeps me going with this. Um, where others, so there's a mass-
0: massive amount of purpose behind it. behind it.
2: There is purpose behind it, and there there is impact. And f- from what people have seen of the first part of it, I know that. People are finding, people are relating to the stories that are told, and finding inspiration in mm. it. Lots of my feedback has has been uh, people telling me, you know, what that's that's the first time I've both from people that have viewed this work, but also the people in it, also the subjects. Mm. Some of them have told me, you know, that's really the first time I've ever, you know, told this story properly of what happened to me. Because it is something wow. quite uncomfortable yeah. and it's something that, you know, yeah. people don't, you know, you might think people don't really want to hear this. This was like actually a really tragic and uncomfortable part of my life. And, right. And I guess there's a, a maybe a metaphor in there too. You know, scars are something that you, people often hide. You know, scars are something that you, mm-hmm. you tend to, cover up or you think you know that's something that you know i'm just going to keep to myself you know don't, that people don't need to see that um but by bringing all these stories to the light I, it's it's i think it is healing for a lot of people and it, and it like i said it is inspiring um, um so that's why you know i'm like this is an important project and i can't say that for everything i do <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of what i do isn't Fair really enough. that important. um you know a lot of what i do is just work um i tried to i try uh i try uh when i choose the work i do or, or how i spend my time as much as i can i, I want, it, I, want I, tried, uh, I want it to be fun i want it to have some meaning i want it to be valuable and useful to people and and it is but when i think about i guess this happens as as we get older i i think about you know at the end of all this <laughs> what do i want there to be left of, of 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 my work mm-hmm. what, what's the legacy you know what, what do i leave behind and i think if we're not careful and we don't pursue these passion projects and things that we really feel a calling to there's there's a risk that you know at the end of it all someone says well he, he took a lot of good pictures of passenger i guess <laughs> he, he, right. took, he, he helped me a lot he helped all these uh he took a lot of good photos for these businesses and and promoted tourism and you blah blah blah, you know that's cool and i love that that's my life doing all these things and and providing value to other people in that way but i really i'm realizing that there needs to be something more to it as well Mm -hmm. there needs to be a, a, a lasting impact um that that my work leaves behind if it really is what i'm supposed to be doing and what i'm going to spend my life doing um you know it 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 i should aim for something more you know it doesn't just have to be work right it it should be something more
0: so you're operating in the the self-actualization realm of the pyramid you know that's (laughs) and that's what he needs yeah, yeah, for I real,
2: to, Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, you really are just doing whatever you can to to survive. I mean, you're way. exploring
0: your social potential, right? That mm-hmm. lasts beyond you. I mean, if that's not self-actualization, I don't know what else is. And that's a mm-hmm. that's where I feel like life gets really complex. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> um, what more I mean, can I give? What more can I give? What do I want to leave? I mean, and I think we're all mm-hmm. striving to get to that place. That's an important place to try and to try and get to. You know, once we
1: have. The other foundations of our life set yeah mm-hmm. we talk about art art needs to be real you know like, like marketing and and doing things for businesses and companies there's a there's a there's a level of i'm just going to make this look as good as i can and and try to show an interesting story but i wasn't no no offense i'm just saying i wasn't really needing a lantern it makes a cool <laughs> photo yeah. Right, like, but so there, there's art in that sense, but there's art in the sense of vulnerability and truth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the project that you're doing is incredibly vulnerable for people, and I think mm-hmm. people relate to that because it's human and like, oh, I, you know, I have my scar and I want to listen to this, I want to hear this. Maybe I should share my story and not try to hide mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. Look at all these brave people, or wh- whatever it may be, um, and very cathartic for them to be able to. Like you said, share that story. Um, be open with it, vulnerable, truthful, and kind of let that let that pain go, let that healing start. So I think that's where it becomes meaningful um, versus trying to create a pretty a pretty picture for someone.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's it. that's exactly it. Um, yeah, and it, and it feels it feels like something that that matters and that I, I'm doing for the impact it will have on other people and Mm -hmm. i suppose i can't say that about a lot of things i do i suppose you know a lot of things it's for um commercial value or you know this 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 job will be really cool for me this will this will this one this one will boost my profile you know a lot of it and you know it kind of has to be for for you know Mm -hmm. the life of a freelancer (laughs) Um, Focus on yourself quite a lot. So this project mm-hmm. in a way is me saying, you know, like this one, this one really isn't for me that much. I mean, it's great. It's it's still a really cool project for me and I love meeting all these people and hopefully mm-hmm. it does get seen by a lot of people, but really it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's bigger.
1: What makes this a long term project versus something you want to get done in a year? Um, is it the unfolding of meeting people? Is it naturally like you're letting that happen, or are you seeking people out? Like, how? What's the choice in saying this is going to be a while, a decade, um, versus I want to get this done uh, as fast as I can for lack of a better phrase?
2: Yeah, I think it's it's a, it's a mix of everything. Really, it is like you said, the natural meeting of people. You know, the the best. You know, the, my favorite, you know, encounters from the first part of this project were, you know, they they just unfolded. You know, it was it's me, talk, it's me talking to people, talking to all my friends about this project, talking to everyone I meet about this scars project, and then maybe a month later, someone will get back to me and say, you know what, I was thinking about what you said, and I've got a I've got this person I met in this city, and he's got a pretty mm-hmm. interesting story. So it kind of happens that way. It's not something. I think where, you know, instantly you will find everyone you need for this project. So I think right. having space for it to breathe and for it to like slowly grow and people find out about it in natural ways, that's the other thing. I've I found that, yes, I can do call-outs and people can volunteer to be part of this project, but often the the most impactful stories and people that I've met through this, they haven't been, most of them haven't been people that volunteered. Um, mm-hmm. it's been someone who's maybe, you know, has never thought of sharing their story and someone and, and their mate has has prompted them or, or, or let me know about them and saying, you know, you should talk to this person, they might consider it. And I think, you know, there's, it, I guess that comes back to, you know, kind of just revealing these stories where where they weren't there before. So um, that's part of it. Another part of it is just time. It is hard to um, mm-hmm. dedicate a large amount of time at once to a passion project, which, you know, is costing me, costing me, you know, quite a bit of money to, to do and to film and to, you know, and when you have that in front of you um, and then you also have like amazing job offers on the other side, there's a balance to be had. You know, obviously I can, I can set aside time here and there, but it's quite hard to say, you know, this entire you know, for six months, I'm only going to work on. I'm just going to just going to um, hemorrhage money. <laughs> it's pretty hard mm-hmm. to do that, um, you know, at once. Hopefully, you know, maybe maybe give it give it some time, give it a few more years, and maybe that is possible. <laughs> but at the moment, it's you know, I do have to keep working. I can't just stop.
1: Calculated risk. <laughs> yeah, makes sense.
2: But we're getting closer and closer uh, to that. Like this would this would this is um, it's becoming more and more possible. Um, you know. To, to finish this um so um yeah hopefully next time we talk uh, <laughs> we'll be we'll be much closer
0: you mentioned feedback you were seeking feedback with this uh this project also on your your caption with the ted talk that you pinned your last photo in that carousel was notes from people right offering feedback <laughs> which i which i yeah. thought was really cool for you to include as as part of that Carousel that really adds to the the story of you coming to do your your presentation. What's and we, and we talk about feedback a lot and seeking feedback a lot on this podcast, and you know who to listen to, who not to listen to, and asking good quality questions of of the people you're seeking feedback from. What's sort of your protocol um, when you're when you're looking for advice or or for opinions um, from those around you? What uh, who are you going to? What kind of questions are you asking? and um what mm. do you digest and what do you say now nah, i like it my way better you know what's sort of your your mentality around the whole concept of of seeking feedback
2: yeah i mean in general i love i love feedback um i like hearing um opinions from from wide range of people if we talk about the ted talk example um mm-hmm. i kind of just i picked out you know five of my close friends and i said listen to this and I, I did the talk for them um for most of them i i did, i, I kind of read out my talk to them over zoom or something and um mm-hmm. and you know really different people like photographer lawyer writer um lifestyle coach you know uh <laughs> just i was just tell me you maybe because i want to know um and I think it's really important to and, and all of them had really good feedback and coming from different perspectives so that was that was really good and I think you can never get uh, you know enough good feedback um from people and obviously people that whose opinion that you will actually take an account and I didn't take it all on board you know, so I'm like yeah but right. I think the role of good feedback is that it just highlights something to you to think about, and a lot of it was like someone might, might have said, you know think about this line, could you have done this differently like yeah, yeah i have yeah thanks for bringing that up i'll think about it now uh, and then you know spend some time and then come to conclusion. no i like i like it the way i've done thanks for bringing that up though um right but yeah it's the only way you know you'll get better well it's not the only way but it's a big part of it's a big part of how you, you can only see you know your perspective is just 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 one um yeah. and it depends on what it is of course um, and it might be something that you don 't want anyone else 's opinion on it. You just want to to do what you want to do, but for the most part, I really enjoy receiving feedback and also giving feedback um and I think it also tells a lot about somebody in how they receive feedback too. I work with a lot of photographers and and uh second shooters or I might hire people for 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 some jobs i can 't make it to um and I work a lot with kind of younger photographers too. And, and I, there's always a moment where, where I'm writing some notes for them because maybe there's a few things that, that could be improved. And, you know, when I send that email, and I always check, you know, are you happy to get some feedback? Everyone says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when I, when I send an email or call or text or whatever it is, I'm like, this could go either way, you know. <laughs> this could... Um, yeah, either you know, way being being you know it's a it's a point where someone could take could be defensive and say you know that's uh, uh, you know and, and say and, and get, get get offended at and maybe me pointing something out that like a suggestion there's that and I guess pride and, and ego comes into that 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 could be a reaction um it, it possibly could um you know uh make someone feel a bit down or like oh i thought i did really good and and now you're pointing out things that um that aren't that, that aren't so good you know and it could you know it can it can be a bit of a down for some people but then the best the best way that uh, you know i see people receive it is they they say they say thank you and they say that's really cool i didn't actually even think about those things and now i am so now mm-hmm. i'll know um and and i think that's the you know that's that's how you should be receiving all your feedback
0: Right well, I mean, that demonstrates that you're open to suggestion, you're open to different perspectives, you're open to improving and you're open to you're, you' you know you, you're humble enough to and you have humility enough of that to to say "My way isn't necessarily the only way or the best way, regardless of you know what what this the suggestion is I think saying thank you is such a powerful two word phrase right for anything <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And when if someone says that to me, um, if if, if, like I might have been like quite harsh on what I'm saying in a polite way, but like you know, you really need to change this, and that's when I get worried about it. But when they say thanks, thanks for that, you just know, you know, that's someone I want to work with because Mm -hmm. we we can collaborate, we can anything that comes out we can fix. You know, that's that's that's, and that's how how I hope to appear to people as well. I want people to know Mm -hmm. that you know we can collaborate we can we can problem solve, we can do we can adjust, we can pivot, we can do anything. We just need to have the communication there and and we'll get there. We'll, we'll be able to achieve whatever we want if we have this mindset. Yeah, that
1: was my uh, that was my follow up question. Uh, this is you giving feedback, but you're working with, you know, passenger or other clients. Um, and you're you're pretty much a rock star at this point, too, in the photography world. So how much of it Balance is like, uh, all right. You, you came to me. This is going to be my vision. Um, I I don't want to sacri- I don't want to put my name and my art in a certain way. That's not what I believe in. Versus, they're the client. It it is their let's say music. In this case, it's their music. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to represent it with a music video or photography. They haven't. They have a vision. I have to kind of bow to them what's that balance for
2: you there yeah um you know it obviously changes depending on who i'm working with um mm-hmm. uh, you know we're talking corporate client i'm much m- i i'm i lean more towards you know there is a reason you hired me for this um mm-hmm. i'm always open to discuss and to collaborate you know that that's fine but if it really comes to a head i'm like you know this is this is uh you did hire me for this hopefully you hired me because you trust my vision and and if you don't potentially and this isn't doesn't have to be a bad thing potentially you might work better with this other person i don't mind saying mm-hmm. that that's fine you know i think just communication is great and on the other end when we if you talk about musicians as a passenger that that swings the other way for me now where i obviously have my own vision and ideas but it's also their their art form so um, i'll be i like you know, when it comes down to it, I just want to help people. You know, achieve yeah. what, what they what they want and what they want out of it. So if if I mean, it's, it's probably happened a lot of times too for for various reasons where a musician I'm working with just has a has a different idea or a different approach to something, and I'll be like, it's it's your it's your thing. You know, you've brought me to help yeah. you with your thing. I'll I do as much as I can to guide in the way I think. When it comes down to it, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll do it your way. And I'd feel the same way if, if, if I was working maybe with a filmmaker filming my project or like working with me on Scars project. I would expect them to, you know, I would have chosen them because of the, uh, you know, their style and their work and hopefully we're just aligned. But if it, if it doesn't, you know, I would expect them to be like, well, you know, it is your project. <laughs> so yeah. we'll, we'll kind of we'll work that way. Um so I think it just depends you know it what what the project is and and who you're with and
1: um yeah, yeah, we talked about art colliding with art the other day versus like right. a business mind colliding with art, like the business mind yeah, wants it's the artist it's very different <laughs> yeah so there 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 is a there's a difference, but two artists coming together, then there has to be more of a dance
2: <laughs> yes, yes, because I suppose if it's business and art you the it's a much clearer distinction of. You chose me for the art bit yes <laughs> whereas if it's creative yeah. and creative it's like well we both have our own ideas here and they're both <laughs> pretty valid so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you know yeah i'm pretty I, I like to think i'm pretty pretty easy to work with uh, uh, across across the board and um you know i do pride myself on when i'm in a court like more of a business you know corporate sense or, or jobs that are more you know business-minded like i i i I think why people hire me is because they know I'll just, I'll just get in there and get the job done. Whatever, whatever problems come up, whatever happens, mm. you know, we'll find a solution that everyone's happy with. It's pretty rare that I'll have any major disagreements with, with people on, on any project really. Excellent. Well, with uh,
0: this episode so far, I think we're going to wrap up pretty soon, but I, I want to hear, you know, in your, in your journey, maybe what's the the biggest takeaway or, or life lesson so far? And I'm sure this will mold and shape as your career continues, but you know, if there's anyone, let's say just starting out or young listening or not even young, just, just starting out, what uh, what piece of advice would you give maybe that en- encapsulates our entire discussion today?
2: Oh, encapsulates the entire discussion. I'm I don't know. I mean, I, like I would say, you know, seek discomfort. Um, I feel like we've talked about that a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But I do think maybe just hammer yeah. home your point then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a lot of friends, and I know a lot of people that are really inspiring, uh, and they just get a natural adrenaline of, you know, going for it. You know, doing the hike, doing the uncomfortable thing, pushing themselves. That's their natural state of being. That's where they love life. You know, get up in the morning early, you know, just embrace everything. And I think, and and you see a lot of this, you know, I guess on Instagram or like life coachy things. And while that's great if you are that way, it can be, I think it can be a bit alienating for people who aren't naturally like that. If you look at somebody that just, you know, it, it just feels like they're just so naturally just able to just embrace everything. Because that's not everyone and that's not really me. Um, it, may, it maybe is now because I've trained myself to, to be that way. But naturally, you know, I shy away from things. I get, I get you know, I, I'm, I, I'm shy, you know, I'm pretty introverted. I, I get really scared about being embarrassed. That's probably the, the main thing that stops me doing anything <laughs> is if I'm, the, this could be embarrassing for me. <laughs> mm. I think you know, I might stuff this up. And that's going to be right. humiliating, and that naturally, that's my reaction to a lot of things. I'm like, no, 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 I don't need to put myself out there. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good here. That you know, we don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to fall out of line, right? So for me, it's not natural, but you know, finding something like photography, and it could be any art form. It could be music. It doesn't even have to be art form. It could be anything that you just want to pursue. Like if you if you find something out there in your life. And i think everyone you know does eventually hopefully if you <laughs> find something that, that you're passionate about um that you really want to pursue i think that hold on to that you know and hold on to that for the ride because you can use that to 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 bring all these to face all these fears that you have and all these things you want to overcome and if it wasn't for photography and if it wasn't for a camera in my hand i i would have not done most good things that have happened in my life would not have happened. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be hiking mountains. I wouldn't be traveling the world. I wouldn't go up and talk to strangers on the street. You know, I wouldn't do any of that. I would stay at home on the couch, um, watching watching TV. You know, that that is probably my natural right. state of being. Um, so I think it's okay. You know, it's okay to to be the person that that doesn't hike the mountain for for the sake of it. It's okay to be like me and say I'm going to hike the mountain because there might be a cool photo at the top. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I think I think you know right. that motivation is cool. And it's amazing if you can find something that makes you do that. Um and that's like when we in passenger travel the world we're both cu- pretty similar we get a bit grumpy about all the things that we have to do <laughs> but once we've filmed something once we've got to you know the top of this mountain or we've we've you know dr- driven for hours to get to this location once we've done it and uh, we, we there's moments where we look at each other and we say you know what? how 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 special is it that in pursuit of you know the art we've ended up Accidentally, mm-hmm. with all these life experiences that would not have happened, we would never have done that. Uh, yeah, we would stay in the hotel room if we didn't have to film this video. We'd be in the hotel room right now, but instead, we're out in this amazing location. You know, experiencing the world. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that's special, and I think yeah. So I guess I guess what, I, what I'm saying is that if you if you if you found your thing, and I guess if you listen to this podcast, photography is your thing, hopefully, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know, use that. It's it's not just about taking. Photos clicking the shutter—that's that's all cool. But what it's what it really can do for you is open your life up to all these things that maybe you were uncomfortable about before. But now you have a vehicle to go and go and do it.
0: That was beautifully said, my man. Yes, really appreciate it. and Appreciate your time today. You joining us uh, in the next day, early in the morning from Australia. Very much appreciate yeah. your time. And uh, I know it's been a long Thanks time so coming. Finally getting you on the show, which I'm excited about. So. Uh, again yeah, just awesome. thanks so much and uh, for all your insight and for that uh, that awesome uh, epilogue for lack of a better <laughs> term from
2: the future <laughs> probably be a long morning it, but um you know no it's great that was awesome hopefully the message was is, in there, is in there somewhere
0: yeah, yeah no and we'll put links <laughs> to Jared's stuff in the episode description as always where you can check out uh, a lot of the projects he's got going on um do you have like a link tree? What's the best links to put in? Do you have a link tree or your website? Is that best to put in there?
2: Yeah, yeah, anything. Link tree, I suppose. Just Instagram and website, it's, it's really the only, the only thing. So, Excellent. Yeah. Well, people you will
0: find and they'll find yeah. all the cool stuff. Yeah, they'll yeah. find all the cool awesome. stuff you're up to and they'll see that you're on Survivor. We didn't talk about that today because I'm sure that would have <laughs> been another hour long. But <laughs> for a reality TV people, I guess you can go dig in there. All right, hey guys, thanks for both your time. Until next time. Take care. See you later.